2023 SEP IRA versus Solo 401k. It's a rematch. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's AdBits, we're going to look at the SEP IRA versus Solo 401k in 2023. Has anything changed? And what has changed? And are the rules the same? Is the Solo K still the best retirement plan for the self-employed or small business owner? Or did something change in 23? So just to recap, I've done this video slash podcast in 22. And um, guess what? The Solo 401k won, right? The Solo 401k is the best retirement plan for the self-employed and small business owner for a number of reasons. And number one is just high contributions, right? A SEP IRA is just a pure profit sharing plan, meaning all you can do is either 20% of your compensation or 25% if you are a W-2 employee. So that means if you made $40,000 and you're self-employed, Schedule C, all you can do is 20% of 40 or $8,000. If you are a W-2 C-Corp, S Corp, you would be able to do 25% of 40 or 10,000 bucks. Okay. So pre 2021, pre 2001, everyone just did SEPs because the Solo K was essentially just a profit sharing plan as well. So couldn't really do much with it other than the profit sharing. There's no loan feature, there's no Roth component. Um, so people just did SEPs. Uh, in addition to that, the custodian is in charge of all administration. So it made the SEP just super easy um, to work with. 2001 rolls around, EGTRA, Economic Growth Tax Relief Reconciliation Act, included in it various provisions and add a lot of teeth to the solo K. Number one, it included an employee deferral feature that in 23 allows you to put in $22,500 or $30,000 if you're over 50, pre-tax or Roth, dollar for dollar. Plus, the solo form K also has a profit sharing component, just like the SEP. So in that $40,000 example, you'd be able to do 22,500 plus the 8,000 bucks or the 10,000 if you are a W-2. Now, if you're over 50, you can do 30,000 plus the 8,000 bucks, okay? So much, much bigger. You're talking about 8,000 versus potentially 30,000 plus in contributions. So right away, just on a contribution standpoint, the Solo K wins every time. The Solo K also is a very, very attractive loan feature. It lets you borrow $50,000 or 50% 50 of your account value, whatever's less. You use that for any purpose. So that is super attractive for people who you know just have some cash flow issues or just want to use their retirement plan to pay some bills. IRA, you can't pay anything. Can't take a loan with any of your retirement funds in a SEP. So that is something also to um, you know be interested in. Um, for real estate investors, the Solo K has an incredible feature that allows a real estate investor to use a 401k and use leverage. So use a non-recourse loan to supercharge their returns and not pay any tax known as the unrelated business taxable income tax, UBTI, which does apply to IRAs. So for example, if you put down $100,000 in your SEP 
and you borrowed hundred thousand dollars on a non-recourse basis. What's non-recourse? It means a loan you do not personally guarantee. Why? Because the tax code under forty-nine seventy-five does not allow you to personally guarantee an obligation of your IRA. So you have to use a non-recourse loan. Whereas if you use the leverage in the SEP IRA context, you're going to pay the UBTI tax, which can go as high as 37% on the debt finance portion of the income, assuming it's over $1,000 net for the year. The solo K has an exemption under tax section 514C9 that allows a solo 401k to use a non-recourse loan to acquire real estate and not pay that UBTI tax, which is a huge, massive tax benefit for real estate investors. So real estate investors love jumping into the solo K. So when you add it together, just like 2022, the solo 401k is going to um, dominate the SEP. So what's changed in 23? So in 22, the SEP IRA maximum contribution was 61,000. It's now 66,000. There's still no catch up for SEP IRAs, but, 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 Section 601 of the SECURE Act 2.0, which was signed into law by President Biden um, after Christmas, right before New Year's, includes a Roth feature in the SEP. So now you can do profit sharing contributions that 20 or 25% in Roth. Prior to the SECURE Act 2.0, it had to be in pre-tax. So now you have the option. So that 20%, if you're a Schedule C taxpayer, sole proprietor, or a single member LLC, for 25%, you're a W-2 taxpayer, you now can choose between C between pre-tax or Roth. You still don't have a catch-up if you're over 50. You still can't do employee deferrals, but you do have that Roth feature. So the SEP gained a little bit in 23 versus 22. It Contributions increased, and there's now a Roth feature. There's still no loan feature. There's no employee deferral feature. There's no exemption to UBIT for real estate acquisition and deadness, but at least there's a Roth component. The solo K also won a bit in 23. Why? The furrow contributions went up from 20,500 if you're under 50 to 22,500. And if you're over 50, went from 27,000 to 30,000. Um, so another benefit. And the aggregate benefits went from 61,000 to 66,000, like a SEP. But if you're over 50, the SEP IRA does not have a catch-up. And the solo K does, which allows you to go all the way up to 73,500. Okay, so it's 66 for SEPs and solo Ks. Under 50, 73,500. Over 50 in a solo K. SEP IRAs do not have catch-ups. SEP IRAs do have Roth component contributions now. They did not in 22. So that is the big, big change from 23 to 22. But still no employee deferrals. So the SEP IRA is still strictly a profit-sharing plan, no $50,000 loan feature, and obviously no uh, exemption from the UBIT for real estate acquisition and debtness. But SEP IRA, you still can use the custodian, i.e. IRA Financial, will still be responsible for filing all your uh, IRS uh, information returns. Whereas if you have a solo K and you have more than $250,000 in your plan, you're responsible to file the $5,500 Easy, whereas in the SEP IRA, the um, custodian would do that for you. So um, that's probably the only benefit of uh, you know doing the SEP is the only really time to do a SEP is if you are under 50, 
you and you're going to max out. Let's say you make 500k a year, so you're going to hit that 61,000, that 66,000, excuse me, in 23. Um, whether you did a SEP or a solo, you don't really care about the loan. Uh, you're not doing real estate acquisition uh, indebtedness. You don't care about that exemption. So in that case, you're going to be at the same place, 61,000 versus 61,000 on a solo. And now the SEP you can do uh, Roth as well, which um, you know, gets you to the same place as the solo. So all in all, the solo is still a better plan than the SEP in 23, but you do get that Roth feature that you didn't have in 22, but still no loan feature, still no employee deferral feature, and still no exemption to um, UBIT for real estate investors using acquisition and deadness. So um, doing a little better than that, but still can't compete with the solo cash. So there you go. Um, another ad bit in the bag. Uh, appreciate you guys spending some time with me. Happy New Year. I should have said that up front. Happy, happy New Year. I uh, wish everyone a happy, healthy, prosperous 2023. Um, and um, keep spending some time with me. Uh, hopefully you'll learn. I'm learning from you. Hopefully you keep learning from me. I'm able to use some of my tax and um, legal background to hopefully educate all of you so you all can become better, smarter, more successful self-directed retirement investors, which at the end of the day is what this is all about, right? It's all about accumulation of wealth and it's understanding the rules because the rules are actually rigged in our favor to encourage people to save. It's just a matter of understanding how they work so you can maximize them by either using a solo versus a SEP or a SEP versus a traditional. Now you have Roth options. There's all kinds of various tax strategies that um, I'm going to touch upon this year, uh, whether it's conversions, whether it's alternative asset investments, whether it's uh, requirement and distributions um, and the like, just to give you full flavor of knowledge that you're going to need to become the best self-directed retirement investor you can in 2023. So uh, don't for forget to give me a like, um, subscribe if you haven't. And obviously uh, this podcast drops every Tuesday. So um, look forward to Talking to everyone again next week. Have an amazing day, an amazing rest of your week, and uh, take care.